all right good afternoon everybody welcome to another sunday of the footy fantasy podcast it comes to you at 3 p.m every sunday uh today we have the, the 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 panel is stacked the panel is stacked today and i already feel sorry for ej because she's the one who does the editing and this thing is going to be long i'm just saying so i apologize in advance uh but before we proceed i want to introduce uh our man in the top right corner man like his uh arsenal fan what's going on bro it's been a long time since yeah, i it's, said been, I uh, it's been a long time man the last time when me and you go head to head i almost cried so <laughs> <laughs> no i don't know why you i don't know why you wanted to cry it was a glorious day it was a it was a marvelous fantastic day <laughs> so well, good to see you I again bro I decided to stay away for some time. I go regroup, you know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> get ready to go away again this season <laughs> because you are going to need double regrouping. <laughs> anyway, uh, our own, our own, uh, what, how should we even call him? Our own inside, you know, in-house philosopher, in-house football slash African football philosopher, Man like Itata, how's it going, bro? I'm ready for another. I'm ready for another dose of wisdom because you're always dropping wisdom. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm good. I'm good, man. You know, I showed up like I told you. I showed up trembling. You know, these are these are football gangsters. You know, from a his to a guy Kwame and uh, the coach himself. Coach with he has come today with black magic. Look at the, the his wrist. His yeah, exactly. Black magic. Exactly. You know, we are in trouble. <laughs> If you knock you one like this, if you wake up, I will. <laughs> you know, this is this is a this is a proper African man. He has he has crucifix and African magic. An African magic, yeah. exactly. Man, man of God, man of God himself. Yeah, me, what's going on, bro? Good how to you see you, do it, man. How you guys? I see the reason why Ayo would never put us both. <laughs> like this you just can't a secret conversation from outside hi man i hope everybody's doing well that's all that matters man. yeah 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 we're, we're doing well man we're doing well <clears throat> uh good to see everybody uh, before we start, before we start on the topics we're going to talk about today, um, if you have not done so already, uh, go go ahead and follow this channel on YouTube. It's Footy Fantasy. Uh, we post match reactions on the channel, uh, and we post uh, you know podcasts like this. It's all on the channel, and there will also be like a highlights version of today's podcast uh, in like the next you know twenty four to forty eight hours. Um, we're also on on Twitter. Well, now X, and we are Footy Eighty Fantasy on that platform, and on Instagram we are Fantasy Footy. If you like our content, please don't hesitate to share um, <clears throat> and subscribe to the channel if you have not done so already. And also, um, feel free to join us in the comments. I'm sure Io can uh, post the link to join. Uh, if you want to just, you know, pop in for two minutes, make a comment, and then, you know, we'll kick you out the studio. Uh, but feel free to join us as we're going to be discussing several football-related topics. This weekend, there's no Premier League. And look, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm happy. My 
my you know mental health is you know doing is in is in an amazing place just because Manchester United does not play yeah. <laughs> at all. If you don't play, you can't lose. I mean, so, um, <laughs> but we're going to start talking, we're going to start with the number one topic that has dominated uh, football discourse in the last, you know, three, three days, really. Uh, and that's Everton. Everton has been um, ducked 10 points and <clears throat> it's effective immediately. Like if you go look at the Premier League table now, they are sitting at number 19 with four points. Yeah. And um, it looks, it looks. I mean, I think they will still escape relegation. But you know, if they don't, I mean, th that's 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 going to be something that um, I ex I will expect maybe some you know legal action on because I I, mean, I think this case is far from dead. But just by way of background, um, there was the Premier League did some uh, investigation. They started the investigation in February of this year. Uh, and they were looking into everything and the possible violation of the Premier League's version of uh, FFP, financial fair play. They call it profit and sustainability rule. And under the Premier League rules, uh, a club is allowed to, <clears throat> over the course of three seasons, a club is allowed to lose about 105 million pounds. Um, Everton was determined to have lost, I think, I don't, the numbers vary. I heard 124, I heard 300 and something, but um, but everything was cooperative throughout this investigation process. They did not fight the Premier League, unlike, you know, unlike um, Manchester City. They kind of sort of put their hand up and uh, they allowed the investigation to run its course and the independent body within the Premier League uh, decided that, you know, for the for violating the profit and sustainability rules in the 21-22 season, they should be docked 10 points. Uh, the Premier League initially recommended a deduction of 12 points, but the panel came back and uh, and issued a 10-point deduction. I'm going to start with you, Tata. Um, what do you think about this? And I want you to talk about it in terms of what this could possibly mean for future clubs, a.k.a. Chelsea, a.k.a. Manchester City and possibly Manchester United too, because we did have a little bit of FFP issue at some point. I think this would ultimately be a, a case of mockery. You know, well, uh, Gakwame, I hope you, I hope you come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here. I'm sorry, I just okay. step away real quick. Okay, I think that this would ultimately be so a, a case of mockery. The way I'm looking at it, so. The rich kids would have their way, and the poor kids maybe not so much. Mm. And it's usually typical with life. And I'm going to see how that is going to play out because this <clears throat> it's been so swift. To be honest, I haven't when it was when when I saw the article when I read it halfway. When I saw the article and read it halfway already the points were already deducted it was so swift allow me read the yeah, article yeah. from you know it was just like that 10 points so what this will do is the poor kid or relatively poor kid in these terms when you when you consider manchester city and chelsea the, the poor kid is going to try to fight it, the fight might be futile but what this will do is turn that headlight on chelsea and manchester city mm -hmm. and i know yeah. 
for both clubs, especially for City. I I, I learned all of their their lawyers are part time James Bond, part time Spartacus. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, we are going to see where this lands. You know, part time James Bond, part time Pooh again. So, so, yeah. so we are going to see where this lands, you know, and they say yeah. that, you know, there is no smoke without traces of fire. Mm -hmm. um, I think eventually down the road, it might not be this season. I think eventually, just because Everton and other clubs wouldn't want to just lie down quietly. Mm -hmm. City and Chelsea will be punished. They will get some sort of punishment, but I think it would be a slap on the wrist. Hmm. Just because they're the dubious children that bring success to England. Yeah. If Everton won the treble, I think it would be yeah. a different conversation. Yeah. That's and that's this is how I see it. Yeah. If Everton yeah. were some rich club who won the treble and have won the Champions League and Premier Leagues and have been playing well in, in Europe, I think they would have gotten a slap on the wrist. But we'll just see how it plays out. I know the headlight is definitely going to turn on City and Chelsea eventually. Yeah. 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 I have to disagree with that. Ehis, what's your... Ehis, they were talking about the, um, how Everton did not really fight this. It was more like they accepted, uh, they accepted guilt, right? And they were only just hoping for a light sentence. Do you think they should have just thrown their hand up, or should should they have fought it the way Manchester City is doing? Uh, I would say I think everything they will eventually fight it because I was listening to Sky Sport and they were saying something about an appeal or something. Yeah, you know. But for me, I think uh, uh, the most worry for me for everything is not about. Uh, whether as a result of this uh, issue, Manchester United or Chelsea or Manchester United will be affected, whether now or later in the future. My worry is that how would Everton cover this 10 points? You know, mm. like mm. Everton is a small club, like like you said. They, they might not have the finance to fight uh, the Premier League for this action, but I think it will be a big blow going forward because everything like them, they, they struggled and they managed to, to survive last season so for mm -hmm. me, i think this season they are more in deep trouble like son josh we have to be extremely smart to keep everything in the premier league this yeah. season. and if they don't stay in the premier league this season they will lose more money mm -hmm. so for me i i think the biggest worry should be how everything will survive you know? mm, okay yeah My, and, and that cities they can always find their way because they are rich like uh Ita said they play mm -hmm. in europe like they have a lot of money they have lots of these and endorsement compared to like everything who who will be it will be very difficult from them to recover from this punishment and i think on the second thought this is too harsh for a team like everything you know it's too it's too much 10 points is a lot mm. talking talking about harshness um and you know the appeal that you talk about yes they did everything did say they were going to appeal it um but and of course i don't i don't you know know anything about i guess 
the legal process when you're fighting things like that in you know uh courts of sport or whatever but i think because everton already kind of they already admitted fault right so the only thing they can appeal now going forward is the severity of the punishment <clears throat> so the issue the issue that is left for any adjudicator to decide is whether is 10 points too harsh uh, is it too lenient? Is that that's all that that it, that is there to talk about? And it looks like there's no. It looks like there is no. Um, this is a for the Premier League. This is a case of first impression. This is there's no precedent for this. Okay. So they just so they just that the ten ten points just came out of. It came out of nowhere. It didn't come as a result of oh we we <laughs> did this to these clubs five years ago. Oh, right. And because of that, we're following the pattern that that is already set. So I guess, Yemi, my question to you is like, how is this? Because everything was charged with one rule violation. One rule violation, right? <laughs> People like Manchester City have 114. Yeah. If everything is getting 10 points. Yeah, 50 out of English football. Bro, where is Manchester City going to end up? Well, uh... This works in life. Like in life, you have to look at this. The big dog remains the big dog. Mm. So the big dog is killed by another big dog. It's hard for you to find a big dog that naturally dies. Yeah. A big dog dies a natural death, or he's overthrown. Yeah. Dog. Me saying this is a fact that Man City is a big dog. Now, not just a big dog in the Premier League, a big mm. dog in Europe. Yeah, they're big dog all over the world right now. Yeah, everywhere you go, Man City, Man City. Yeah. This is a juggernaut of a team backed by a country, a very influential yeah. country. Yeah, what this means is, <clears throat> in as much as okay, so now let's just say you come now and then and then like this set it is uh precedence of 10 points. Mm -hmm. If you dog city 10 points, does it stop them from not winning the league? No. All no. those times that you see them now that they just listen or put on a run in February that will take them to the end of the season where where like they start chopping heads. Liverpool is United. Yep. That's now. They yep. just Pep can just decide, you know what? We'll just I think they're winning straight. Uh yeah. let's come on, man. Let's start in come on, man. Let's start in the middle of December. Anybody does be chopping, 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 they'll win the league. Yeah. The thing about it with City is they have an army behind them. Influential army that are not just in the ears of the Premier League, but are also in the ears of UEFA. Of governments too. In the ears of FIFA. <clears throat> These yeah. are people that are pumping money, resources into the game. Yeah. So if you are going to dock them, I don't think they will get, even if they get that 10 points deduction, if this, that's why I said that now matters in terms of what this Everton does. If Everton sit down and don't fight this in terms of the, the severity, the 10 points would just be the basis standard. If they come for Man City, which I believe they should, and they are going to, maybe mm -hmm. Man City will just be docked a lot of money. Hmm. But even if you dock Man City a lot of money, you are docking a country that is swimming in oil How a lot much? of money. Yeah. And 10 yeah. points. Yeah. What does that do to City? Nothing. You dock City 10 points, then that means they are on mm. they are now on the same level with Liverpool mm -hmm. in terms of the title challenge. Yeah. So 
Or even Arsenal, you know. I mean, it's... Huh? Or even Arsenal. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I beg. Yeah, we continue. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right with Arsenal, too. We can also put sports, too. We can put Manchester United. We can put Sheffield United. But again, that's just <laughs> but but you know what's even what's even crazier is this. I was listening to a uh, uh, David Ornstein, and he he was saying that the Premier League is planning to change the FFP rules or modify the FFP rules in 2025 to read more like the UEFA FFP rules. The UEFA rules are a little more generous. They're a little more lenient. They're not as they're not as strict as the current Premier League rules. So. I'm, I, I can easily see a situation where, say, everything gets relegated, right? And they're still in the championship as of 2025. And the rules change, right? And it turns out that everything would have been in compliance with the new rules, <laughs> but then they've already been relegated. This is, just, this is just a whole mess. It's a mess. It's a whole mess because, and I think it, just, I, I think it started from everything not contesting this thing. They should have just contested contested it from the very beginning, taking the Manchester City style position and use Manchester City as a yardstick. Let the Manchester City case go ahead, let that, you know, get to some kind of maturity and then use that as a precedent. Because the Everton case, in my view, is a very minor case compared to the Chelsea's, the Manchester City's, you know. That sh- th- those two clubs should be the, you know, they, they should be the template. For everybody to follow, everything should never be the template. Why? Because I don't think they've, yeah, they they overspent. Let's even talk about them overspending. Okay, COVID was COVID was a was was a, a pandemic that affected every football club. That's one. Mm. Two. Remember, everything was um the I don't know if he was a part owner or some kind of major investor. Usmanov, Usmanov was sanctioned big time, right? Um. And a lot of it was his company was meant to put in a lot of money uh, uh, in terms of like naming rights for the new stadium they're building. There was some kind of uh, money that was supposed to come from Usmanov's company for their training complex, Finch Farm. Uh, there were so many sponsorship deals that would have come from you know that Usmanov, I guess, pipeline that they lost because of the sanctions, right? And because and even then, everything sold Anthony Gordon because they wanted to comply with FFP. They sold uh which other player did they sell to comply with FFP? I forget who. Um Richarlison. Richarlison. They sold Richarlison to comply with FFP. They sent Idrissa Ghana Gay, I think back in I think 2020 or something, sent it to PSD yeah. to comply with so everything has demonstrated. They've demonstrated that look, we might have been in violation, but we're trying our best to bring yeah. ourselves into compliance. I just think 10 points is too harsh. I think the, I think it's too harsh, and it goes back to what you guys are saying. The big we also have to look at it this way. Can we look at it this way? The team that the team that the Premier League can actually just take a stand on to try and enforce this thing won't be the man cities of this world because they are just a huge juggernaut of it. You can bully the small clubs like the Everton's because you know no matter which way you go at it, they are gonna they are the ones that you can go at. They are not the bottom of the bottom clubs. They have heritage, they have years of being in the league. So now they've been in the league for years. So so man, they are respected men. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Not won anything. So you can go at them and let that be the basis of your stuff and set an example. 
to say, man, if we can do this to this team, that means Man City, Chelsea, United and stuff, we are coming after you next. So nice. Either you put your house in order or, or try and do some stuff listen, behind the scenes, behind the scenes to compensate for the bad stuff you've done in the past. A lot of people were talking about Manchester United, why we didn't spend, why we don't have money, we don't have money, we don't have money. Could it be like folks already knew that this was going to happen? That's why a lot of teams, they spend, spend, it got to a point, you start hearing they don't have any more money. When you know that they, this is a juggernaut of a club, money, they are, they, are, they are making money. But yeah. suddenly, look at United now, January last season, we couldn't buy anybody. Mm -hmm. We had to know. Didn't we even get fined like a few months ago for FFP? I think we paid about 300 grand. Something. I think we paid something. You know, you okay. know, so that's why like in January last season, we couldn't buy anybody. We had yeah. the money. But no, but because of this thing, there's no money, there's no money, there's no money. This past this summer now, we had there's no money. They bought three players. And they said, we can only spend big on three players. After that, the rest has to be loaned because there's no money. Yes. So like, listen, me, I felt like this, this was already coming. It's just that City, <coughs> City was just too strong, the team, and too strong in terms of momentum that you just go and hammer them at that point but it's mm -hmm. i think it's an everything was just being bullied. <coughs> it's just they were yeah, just used uh, as a, a, a scapegoat I would say. yeah yeah you know, scapegoat yeah just just to prove a point yeah that's just I, my personal opinion let me let me read this comment that came in from ola uh he says every everything still broke the rules by the way ola is a liverpool fan so yeah <laughs> I, but I know he can, he can, you know, he can be fair. Um, Everton still broke the rules. Derby County also got punished in the championship. Everton only tried to comply. After they knew they were in trouble, true. Other clubs sell players to balance books. COVID affected everyone. That is true. That is true. Uh, uh, and all I'm saying, Ola, is that, you know, I feel like those, those efforts Everton made should have been considered as, you know, some kind of mitigation, some kind of mitiga uh, mitigation factors to at least bring down the punishment and if you if you need to you, if you need to throw the book at anyone throw the book at the big clubs first the ones the, the ones that the ones that have you know the money to fight the ones that have i mean every everything are in then then yes they're a club with you know football heritage at least english football heritage and all those things but they're not they're not i mean it's like yeah. fighting you know so I kind of fight the, the 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 smallest dog, and no, that's that's. I just I just think they should have thrown the book at the big dogs first, and then that should have served as some kind of example to Everton and the rest of the clubs. Um, <clears throat> but let's 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 shift gears. Let's shift gears to the next topic, um, and talk about the most underrated manager and player in Europe right now. Um, Yemi, you want to start us on, on this one? Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, you are the football coach now. You yeah. are, are the philosophers on this thing. <laughs> if I might know this guy, I know, I know like a lot of us, we mentioned uh, the sporting Lisbon coach. Mm -hmm. different, Amorim, coach, yeah. different coaches, I know. But I'm going to take us to a name that we probably don't know about. Probably okay. around our age. 36, 37-ish. He coaches at Memelodi Sonia. Ah. 
Memelodi Sundowns in South Africa. And he's not the internationals. He's not in the international oh. scene. Yeah. Rulani Makwena. Huh. Okay. And Memelodi Sundowns. He's coached about fifty-five to sixty games. He has not lost a game in his league. Oh wow. Last season, Sundowns are the champions. He won the equivalent of the of the listen UEFA Cup last okay. season. Okay. And he lost out of the calf on the calf cup, the main calf cup, just, just like the Champions League. Yeah. In the semi-finals. This guy is 37. Wow. The brand of football, he does not have a fixed brand. He's like Zidane. He's a, he calls himself a thief. <coughs> thief. Yeah, he's a tactical thief. He calls himself a tactical thief. You know what that means? He copies from everybody. <coughs> so... He is really good at good at his listen in-game adjustments. I watch about a friend of mine told me about him the middle of last year. So watch out for this guy. So I still watching South African football. He is so flexible. His <coughs> in-game adjustments. You see three five two, then you switch to three one six. Then you can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. Zaza, hold on one second. We'll come. I can't to hear you guys. Thing. Okay. Yeah. I have to log back in. I can't hear a thing. Yeah, yeah. Come back. Come back. <clears throat> so basically, he's the type of guy that switches in like his in game decision. Like, you feel like four different formations in the same he game. He can do four different formations. <clears throat> in his ability to read the game and adjust to what is around him makes him really good. He's one of the most spoken about this coaches in Africa, and he's only 37. But he will okay. tell you in Africa, but like, I know he's not in Europe. A lot of people will mention those young names. I'm just yeah, trying yeah, to. Yeah. Shine light. I would actually look him up because I've not, I've not, um, Rulani Makwena coaches okay. at Mel Melody Sundowns. Melody Sundowns. Sundowns. Okay, I'll, I'll look him up. I'll look what him up. The, let, guy, the guy is coming up. Okay, we'll go to his next, but let me take comments real quick. Uh, all our girls, City haven't gotten away with it yet. Why are people talking as if everything in City crimes are the same? City are still under investigation, they have 115. Offenses, not one. I agree with you, Allah. I agree with you. The, the, the only the point is this: the the reason we're suspicious is we've been here before. <laughs> we've been here before. Like the 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 small dogs always, always, you know, get hit over over the head even more than the big dogs do. Um, and City's hundred and fifteen offenses. So it's like so it's like the way you know. Um, <clears throat> Most of those offenses are like repeat offenses for Manchester City. So they ha they they have one offense, but then like you know forty different counts of the same offense, right? So if City argues successfully against one charge, for example, that argument knocks away fifty charges automatically, or something like that. So even though it's like one hundred and fifteen different offenses, it's more like maybe like you know duplicates. It's duplicate. It's no more. Like, it's no more than like no more than like eleven or something, and they just have repeat, repeat, um, repeat charges of the same offense. Let me go go ahead to the next comment. Zaza, I see you. I'll bring you in the studio in one second. Once we're done taking comments, everything is just the beginning. I think biggest statement punishments are coming for City and Chelsea. I hope so. Uh great panel, by the way. Appreciate it. Thank you, bro. Uh, Henry Ibitokun says, so in essence, he's the new Mayu. <laughs> 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 yeah, Henry, 
Are they talking about who? They are talking about. He's who? talking about the mamelodi culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. shall grow. And his before you go, I want us to hear from Zaza. Zaza, what's going on, bro? Welcome. I'm alright, bro. How you doing? Good, 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 good. Uh, what, what do, you, what do you, I'm, I'm guessing you called it to talk about everything. Yeah. Uh. Quickly, I'll just in and out. My thoughts on the Everton thing is very simple. Uh, I'm trying to make a defense of Everton because mm -hmm. people keep trying to conceptualize it by saying stuff like Everton, you know, have been, you know, they don't have good lawyers, you know, they don't, they're not strong enough, they don't have connections, so they're being punished and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the main problem here is that the Premier League's is not actually seeming to be acting strong on guys that have been doing this thing for years. And then the first set of people that do this, they go 10 points. If 10 points is a punishment for overspending by 20 million, because the offense is about 20 million, what's the punishment for 200 million? Ah, 100 points with that. Yeah, and then the Premier League said that when the Super League was done, the Premier League said that um, that's sorry, true. before I talk about Super League, sorry. One of the things Premier League said, the, the reasons why the commission said that they were using points deduction was that there's no need punishing. It doesn't make sense punishing someone who has money with a monetary offense. So mm. it's better to hit them with points where it hurts. So mm. why did the Premier League now punish the, the clubs that were trying to form Super League, which is worse than this mm. offense, and with money punishment? Which is true. Yes. So it, it starts looking very weird because when City do not get punished or it takes another 10 years, Everton won't forget it. No Fans one. won't forget it. Chelsea, uh, some people are saying Chelsea reported, self-reported, so um, you know they, they might not get a harsh punishment. <laughs> Everton kind of self-reported because Everton never denied it. Everton has been um, working with the FA. They've been cooperative, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're working with the Premier League. So it's <laughs> it, it looks like, uh, uh, what's it called? City and Chelsea will be get, get relegated. Because if they don't get relegated, I mean, I've lost all faith. I wouldn't even, I'll struggle to <laughs> to understand what just happened. I, but, I yeah. Do, do, did Everton mm -hmm. deserve to be punished? Yes. Was the punishment too harsh? Yes, but they actually messed up. Mm -hmm. That's just my quick take on it. But then I, I'm expecting to see City in League Two, you know. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So, so and that's the, that's the argument I'm trying to make. Like when you set a precedent like this, right? Everton had one charge, um, and they were hit with ten point deduction. If if City does get, uh, if 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 they are found guilty, I mean, we're, we're talking relegation across divisions, mm -hmm. you know, and possibly stripping away titles. You know, so and but I don't see that happening. I don't think Manchester City will ever get relegated. Ever, they will not get you know ducked points. They will not get um. They will not get stripped away of all these titles they've won. It's not just happening. It's just not gonna happen. So I just feel, I just feel like the precedent they've set. They can, there is nothing they can do post this uh post this punishment. To make things look fair, it's not going to happen. Even Chelsea are not going to get relegated or deducted, you know, a huge amount of points commensurate to whatever charges they're being they, they were they were found guilty of. But whatever. Anyway, uh, Zaza, appreciate you for joining, bro. Uh, oh, my thanks. pleasure, man. Pleasure. Okay. Have right. a good week, the rest of you. All right. See you. Both. <laughs> um, Ayo says Ignacio 
Alguacil is my most underrated manager. He manages at Real Sociedad. Okay. Did not know about him. All uh, goes again. Big and small clubs get punished for FFP all across Europe. That's true. I have a link. Yeah, yeah, me rightly pointed out that even my United got punished and have had to comply with FFP. True. Everything would appeal and get it reduced to six months or something or something less. Well, well yeah, we'll see. Um, Ehis, what you? What, who's your underrated, most underrated manager? Mm. For me, I'll say I don't think uh, I really have any manager that I think is being underrated. But if I want to talk about that, I'll talk maybe probably Spalletti, who won the uh, the Scudetto with Napoli. Mm -hmm. I don't think he was nominated for anything like the award that just passed. You know, did they? I don't remember. That's true. I don't think. No. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, okay. It was another not. is gone. Another is gone. Napoli is feeling yeah, you know. No, Napoli are looking dead. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's and they fired the new day. I think he's Sanchez or some the guy that is there now. Yeah. That got oh, fired. they fired him already? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rudy Garcia. Rudy Garcia. Fired. Rudy Garcia. They, wow. They just appointed the Maserati, the former inter and war Oh, the manager. inter defender. Yeah, as uh interim manager until you okay. end up. So okay. I don't think uh, I, because okay. not in football they don't talk about the underrated people. They talk about the people that are on of top course. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it makes, yeah, it makes it's actually very very. It's one of the most tactically sound sound Italian coaches. Yeah, mm -hmm. and tactic. When I mean tactically sound, I mean tactically very flexible. It's like mm -hmm. the younger version of this of this guy. Mm, what's his name? The guy that coaches in Real Madrid again. Uh, Ancelotti. 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 Okay. Is 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 this player management nowadays? Nowadays in the game, I don't know who I was talking to. I think he's a good friend, uh, Patrick. Nowadays, man, in the game, you will notice that there's a trend now in this present <clears throat> generation we live in. Yeah. You can be the greatest tactically if you are not as good psychological wise you won't go far. That is mm. why the likes of yeah. the Rodins, yeah, the Capellos, all those guys cannot coach nowadays. Mm. Because what? they can't. Because they won't survive. Because mm. this should, because the young guys now, they speak a different language. All those rah, 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 <coughs> man, they go. There are other mm. people that want the job. So you have to be able to, you have to be able to listen, connect with these people. Not just on the soccer field, you have to be able to connect with them here. You mm. can't motivate somebody that does not get you. You come and shouting, shouting now don't work. Even we as a parents, when we have kids, I can't deal with my child. With my child, the same way my dad dealt with me. Right. I'm, I'm in prison. Yeah. So I'll be in prison. So so that's the way now. <laughs> I'll be in prison. Well, I'll, be in prison. <laughs> I'll be in prison. So now, man, it's, it's not just he. I'm just trying trying to shine a light on him. Him. Spalletti is one of those guys that he has had to grow over the years. Right. Tactically good. A player management in those days wasn't really. The, he was a strict guy. Italian yeah. coaches are very strict. But yeah. now you notice that most of them are now chilling because now they they now get it that my strict thing in those years, nowadays it does not. It doesn't, if not you are not a player manager, if you are not a, listen, a, a, a player manager. Yeah. Betting. Eric Ten Hag, I think he's too strict for my liking too. 
That, please, please, let's not, let's, let's. Let's not open a can of worms. <laughs> let's not open a can of worms. Let's not open a can of worms. Itata, Itata, tell us with your uh, underrated coach. So, so quickly, just to address here, Miss uh, Take, I actually think the origins are the club. The origin of this issue is the club. Yep. When you begin to overpay a player who has underachieved or who hasn't even arrived, that's where the problem starts. Yep. Where you have a 17-year-old making triple the wages of the coach. That's where it starts. If you fix that, you can still sustain a strict environment in the club. Hmm. Yeah. Whereby you have the likes of only Kevin De Bruyne or Haaland or Salah. Yeah. Making the money to have the voice to talk to the coach. Mm-hmm. Instead of having maybe like Kobe Mino being able to talk or Sancho being able to talk to the coach. Yeah. So I think that I think the clubs are responsible for the ecosystem we have now, where players are spoiled, corrupt, and think they're they all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're these global stars when they haven't achieved anything. Yeah, which is true. But can I chip in also? Sorry, can I chip yep. in also? We're also in the year, in the age of social media. Most of these players that played in the past, the 70s, 80s, a lot of them got broke after the game. Some of them due to their own doing, drinking, yep. gambling. Stuff. Some of them, they just didn't make enough money. And they did not know what to do with their life when they retired. That's why most of them, they played till their 40s, 50s. They, they sucked, but they still played because they did not make an some of them were actually really, really good with money, but they didn't make enough to sustain them 10, 20 years. And you have your children, grandchildren that you have to claim, that you have to just cater for. So nowadays, you find these younger players now that everything is about social media, branding. Endorsement here, endorsement here. I have my branding here, I have my branding here. Most of them are thinking 10, 15, 20 years after the game, what am I doing? Am I still relevant? So what they are what they are banking on now is their branding. So now you have to be careful of <coughs> to players now because guess what? If you go and talk to them anyhow, they are gonna stand up for themselves and speak because we are not going to mess up my branding. Because as of right now, in this present day and age, football to these people is a job. It's a job, yeah. It's a job. For most of them, football is a job. When they are done with this job, they are already thinking 20 years. So now they are trying to make as much so that they are relevant when they they can have an average and an, an average this is soccer career. But I know if I have the charisma, if I can talk and stuff, I'm gonna be I'm gonna go to this BBC. Guy Sports. Guy Sports or BBC. My career continues. But if I sit down and let you bash, 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 <coughs> you talk rubbish and somebody talk bad about your name, and then you go to that place. They, ah, Man, is it not you that the uh, coach said that you didn't train well? You didn't do anything. So these are the things that Itata brought up a very good point, the clubs. But as of where we are right now, what is happening is happening. There are players that make more than coaches. Those things need to change. But also, the coaches too. Now, need, man, we all have to evolve. evolve. As the team needs to evolve, the players need to evolve and, and, and demand much for themselves better than what they are giving but also the coaches too need to if you are the authoritarian guy you are not going to have a job hmm. you have to be able to merge that that firm voice with with being a player's manager where you are their daddy you are their psychologist you are everything so with that with that you you fit both world because you can't talk to a the same way you talk to b the same way you talk to c if some people they need the spanking 
Some people need hug. Some people need kiss. Some people need need that you just connecting with them mentally. If you are the type that can figure those things out, then you are the greatest. Pep has it. Real Madrid coach has it. Xavi is developing it right now. That's why they are not top. Yeah, but but what you're saying has is not is nothing new. It's nothing new. Uh, so Alex Ferguson and Cantona, it's been happening. I'm just saying the clubs need to stop paying stupid wages to players who haven't achieved anything. Standard. I agree. That's it. If you fix that, a player now would be humble to listen to the coach without a fat bank account. Are you trying to talk about Rashford here? I'm talking about all of them. All of them. No, no, no. Yeah, let's jump on. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about Rashford too. Yes. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. All of them. Yeah, all of them. No, right. Right. And so the rest of and, and I think and I English is English serious. Yeah, I think it is a serious no. thing. I think the clubs, the clubs are primarily responsible for what we are seeing now. Which is true. Yeah. I'm with it. I'm yeah, I'm with it out on this too, because and and Ayo says usually says something and he talks about it in the um within the framework of like you know paying transfer fees and bringing mm -hmm. players into the club and actually also salaries as well. You should not be paying a player for past efforts you should right. be paying for what this guy will deliver right now and project you know into the future the future i i'm sorry like there is no universe in which Jaden Sancho should have been paid should have been paid three hundred and fifty thousand or whatever a week it's it's like it doesn't happen and 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 yemi we see this we see this actually you know what itata is saying we we see it being practiced well in other clubs how what what kind of world do we live in where Jaden Sancho earns more than Mohamed Salah? What kind of world do we world do we live in where Marcus Rashford earns more money than you know than than players that are actually doing bits in Arsenal and and, and Liverpool and Man like it it's it it needs it starts with the club. It starts with the club. And United are notorious for paying just ridiculous money. Look, I love Casemiro. There is no way. There is no world in which Casemiro should have been given a, given a five year contract at the age of thirty one. No way, you know. So that let me let me read comments. Re, let me read comments real quick. Man management and in with an in depth understanding of psychology says Henry. Um, Henry says I disagree with that. Uh, I think he was talking about uh, what Jamie was saying. Uh, market dictates a player's worth, a job and a business. I don't understand what that is. Yep, that ship has sailed a long time ago. Uh, Itata, I think top players have always earned more than coaches, even historically. Yeah, but top players. Top, exactly. And I top. specify. I top. when I when I made my comment, I said Kevin De Bruyne, Salah, Hala. Yeah, yeah. Top know, players. They, yeah. If they make whatever they make, we are not complaining. Hold on, hold on, and, hold on. Yeah. Pause, pause, pause. Itata, sorry, sorry. You mentioned yeah. Haaland. Yeah. Should Haaland be making three fifty? I mean, he's he's scored so many goals. That's what I'm saying. In Germany, me, I just think, I just think any player that does his job perfectly should be paid whatever he wants. Yeah, should, should be paid, paid provided well. you no, can should negotiate be, should be, your. Yeah, provided you can negotiate. Just make sure, just make sure you can play. Just make sure you play. Let your play. If you play well, yeah. nobody's talking about your money. If, That's what you're saying. If if you yes, show up, think, if you I, show I, up now, if you yeah. show up now and tell me that. Real Madrid want to pay Zidane five hundred thousand pounds a week. You are not going to really feel horrible, or Ronaldinho, or Ronaldo Lima. You're going to you're going to be like, damn, that's a lot of money. Bet it's still a player. Messi. 
Messi same thing. Yes. yes. Ronaldo, you, can, Ronaldo, you can't complain. Yes. You can't. You can't. Yeah. But if you're going to tell me now that you, you you're giving Martinelli four hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year for what? Yeah. What Who is Martinelli? He's a what good player. But what has he done? What than exactly? Yeah, that's true. That's good need point, to start good fixing point, very good point. Fix club if clubs fix that. <clears throat> Because it's it's really the financial might that speaks. It's not really the players. Because the player looks at the coach. Coach makes ten thousand pounds a week, and he's making three three hundred and fifty thousand pounds. Yeah. You know, get mouth now. Yeah, what are you going to say to to me? Type thing. You know, but also you know, but also you have to look at it also this way. Even when the players, man, listen, the coach can be making more, but when you know that, man, this most of these players now, man, close. 75 of them, man. 75 percent of them, they're already millionaires, right? Yeah. And there are ways you talk get, to you grown, and there are ways you talk to grown millionaires. Yes. Nowadays, I, there are ways you talk to young millionaires. Yeah, this is these and young boys that flip, have money. The flip side is, man, the, the arrogance of everything is on the high. Young boys so, will just. So the flip. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying the flip. No, no, side no, no, to no, no. You're is, correct. Oh. You're the correct. flip side to that is an empty wallet is a humble, a humble ear. True. <laughs> that's all. That's all 100%. I'm saying. If you don't have the money, you're going to shut up. So but you I, don't end up. But I don't think this will change anytime soon. It yeah, just... unfortunately. <laughs> but um, no, I think yeah. that I think I think clubs can come together and make it in such a way that the player's excess money is branding, not what the club is paying for weekly wage. I don't think that's... The you don't club. have control over the branding, but I think, I think with the weekly the wage, yeah. you can put up a structure where you don't have to be giving 16-year-olds 350000 I think it's the league. I think it's the league that has to do a wage cap. A wage yeah. cap. Yeah. It's almost like that in basketball. It's almost yeah. like that yeah. in basketball, where like yeah. if you're a rookie, you come in with a rookie contract right yeah. your rookie contract lasts you for like three four years right. before they even think of them trying to take you to the next level mm. so now That's there's it. max contract there's no there's the super max contract in nba then there's the max contract then there's average level contract if you're a rookie that rookie year your first rookie year you're on your rookie contract yeah no matter how good you are Jamorant, everybody's talking Jamorant, who is one of the best. Luca Dantich. He just yeah. started, he just clocked, he's gonna start making his multi millions. But this Luca Dantich has been schooling the basketball league for like three years. Then he just went, didn't he, didn't he just win a championship too? Look, no, 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 no. No, Luca Dantich. That's Jokic. Okay, Jokic. It's like that in basketball where like you come in with a rookie contract, no matter how great you are. Yeah. You come in from high school or from college to university, from college to the NBA, your first three, four years, you're on a rookie contract. Mm. Well, like, there's a cap. There's a major cap. Now, man, for you to for you to get to the supermax, you don't dictate that, though. The press, the coaches, mm. and few players, yes, they have a committee now. Mm. That way that they let you know, yes, this guy should enter the supermax. Yeah. Or this guy should be at the max contract, so like they can put that too also in this and also also in the game of this soccer, yeah. and that is universal. That could be universal in the Premier League, where like you can have the super max. So right. and then your play has to warrant it. It's not just mm -hmm. club. Your there's a there's a uniformity between clubs to send representative coaches. Right. The press. The bad thing about it is the press too has a say. So man, if the press comes in and they are. Killing your name, killing your name. You can jump from 
a max player to a low level player, a player like Westbrook. Yeah. The press destroyed him to a point where a guy that was making that was making this in thirty something million a year went down to five million. Yes, that is why he needs to learn to pick his passes and his assists instead of being rash. He's making what his his decision is making. <laughs> oh my god! I'm telling you, that's how it needs to be. Uh, <laughs> I think it needs to start from there. In my opinion, I don't does think... that equate? Does that also equate to? Does that also equate to a guy that plays like Westbrook on our team? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Listen, let's 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 go back to the topic of discussion. <laughs> In fact, I never heard about your own coach. Yeah. I'll just I'll just list it just for obvious reasons. Chabi Alonso. Okay. Yeah. Obaya Leverkusen. Eddie Howe. Newcastle, Jonathan Giraldes, Barcelona Femina, and Jamel Belmadi, who is the Algerian national team coach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. So those four coaches are like underrated. They're not talked about, but what they've been able to achieve with the resources is remarkable. Good yeah. Names. yeah. And we're going to go to players now. So who's your underrated player, Itata? Hmm. I never even thought about it. Underrated player. Well, he's not underrated, but Zaye Emery at, at, at Paris. At no, at PSG. Zaye Emery. Zaire, oh, that boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. he will sit on the of... He will sit yeah. on Mount Everest very, very soon. Yeah. Good player. Good pick. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. yeah, the boy is good. good. Uh, and his... uh, I'll say, I think I, I like Jamal Musiala. Like, oh. I think yeah. young and that guy for me will be if if he continues the way he plays, I think he'll be. If he fixes yeah. his finishing, yeah, he does everything except finish well. I like the guy. I think he's a sick player. Oh. Well, my own my own underrated player. I mean, look, it has to be Anthony, man. Anthony dos Santos at Manchester United. Uh, <laughs> he's underrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's underrated. I mean, if somebody can spin that much like an office chair. And still remain straight. Sorry, <laughs> like, come on, man. Is I, it, that's overrated. Yeah, Anthony, Anthony, Dos, Anthony Dos Santos at Manchester United. Right. Overrated. Anthony. For somebody who spins that much <laughs> and he hasn't fallen down yet and, and hit his head on the ground and suffered a concussion, <laughs> man, man's balance is underrated. Big man thing. The guy, like, I've never seen uh, this guy spins. This guy spins better than the Wheel of Fortune. This guy spins more than a set of 22s. Like this guy, this this guy spins so much. Snoop Dogg should put him on 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 some on, on a low rider. Yeah, yeah. Like the kind of the kind of spinning he does, and you know the way he's able to maintain balance is really impressive. That's 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 just me. And for manager, I mean, same thing. Eric Ten Hag, you know, smoking that much weed and still being alive. <laughs> you know, I mean, look. It, He's a very wealthy rich smoker. He's a, he, that's the thing. Like yeah. I've never, you you rarely see people who like who smoke that much weed, but then still remain, you know, Humble. at that millionaire status. <laughs> like the guy smokes so much weed, he doesn't even win Manchester United salary to survive. <laughs> I do have a name though. I do have a name of a player that I think I don't think he's. On that, I think he's underrated because he hasn't, he's not in Europe. Itata has heard me mention this name a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Andre Trindade plays for Flamingo midfield. Mm 
Did he just win the Copa Libertadores as well? Yeah. Okay, okay. No, no, no. That dude um, is Fluminense. Fluminense, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fluminense, yeah. yeah. Fluminense, my bad. Okay. That dude, okay. In in short, think of Xavi Alonso with sprinkling of Busquets. Hmm. Okay. That's a, that's press a resistance. Huge, that's a huge compliment. That's what I'm saying. Press I'm resistance. I'm gonna try and find out. He is. Who he that's is. the. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, those are big. That's a big statement. And yeah, if and if and if it turns out this guy is dead food, I'm gonna bring no, you up no, on no, charges. No, no. <laughs> if no, it turns no, out the guy is dead food, I'm going to bring you listen, up on charges. Listen, listen, listen. Would you? Translate? I could do you like Everton. <laughs> Would you translate to Europe? He's that type of a player that he needs to be in the right hand. Most of these players that we mentioned, the Busquets, the, the Youngs, they fell into the right hand of coaches. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How to harness those qualities and push them to the next level. We are talking Rodri right now. Imagine if Rodri fell into the hands of a Capello. And Capello is like, no, 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 no. We, are, we won't be talking about Rodri. Oh, Rodri, remember we had a conversation when he's. Yeah. Rodri has always been like this. Rodri has always been People like this. People are just realizing Rodri now. Okay, right now. When he was in Atletico Madrid, we but were he was, young, he was about, also younger. But he was now. younger. But yeah. the best thing that happened to him was he went into the hand of Pep Guardiola. And Pep yeah. Guardiola now. Mm. Yeah. We yeah. are talking of Kimi, Kimi, Kimi. Yes, I Kimi. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. We are talking of Lamb. Lamb, I say, right yeah. back, left back. Got yeah. Into midfield, got into the hand of Pep. Yep. Yeah. We are talking of Andre Trindade. Go and watch him. Fluminense. You okay. will be man. Close control every. Let me let me take a quick comments. Uh other girls, by the way, I agree with I agree with Zaza about sending Man City to League Two and stripping them of titles. I want our Armstrong FC. <laughs> uh, Henry goes greed and self interest wouldn't let that happen. I think he's talking about player salaries. Uh, Ruben Amorim, underrated coach, Dio. Very good. That's yeah. a shout out. Yeah, that's, that's a good shout. Out. That's a good shout. Very good coach. Uh, Henry Savage. <laughs> I'm not sure what was saying. Savage. Is that Robbie Savage, a coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robbie Simmons. Uh, a Tavis young and interesting player, Robbie Simmons. Yes, that 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 is true. That that is. Yeah, he's killing fast. it for Netherlands. Yeah, Netherlands. That's right. Um, and honestly, I mean, I, I think I, 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 I'm having, I'm keeping my eye on um that boy at Chelsea, Cole Palmer. I think he's a, oh, I think he's a ice cold baller. I like him. Yeah, I like him. He can play. Uh, it's yeah. his mentality though. He he's not on his own faced. Yeah. When a young player is on face, you know, Rooney, Fabregas, Bellingham, yeah. when they are on face, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I before we before we go to the under 17 teams update, uh, I also wanna I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Uh there was this video where Jose Marino was talking about Javi Javi Alonso and how you know Javi Alonso was pretty much he was groomed. He's always he's been groomed to be, you know, a legit coach. He was he had a player. Yeah, his dad was a player. He played under, you know, great coaches. He played under like, you know, Pep, played under Carlo Ancelotti Ancelotti. Played under Mourinho. Played under Jose Mourinho. And, and it's no uh, surprise. Benitez. Rafa Benitez. That's a good, that's and he came under and he came under a very, very good youth youth coach when he was in uh was it Baka? No, not Baka. It was in Real Sociedad. Sociedad or, no. yeah. yeah, it was in Sociedad. Like who was that? 
times. Alonso. 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 Oh, that, Alonso. oh, really? Okay. Alonso, Alonso and this and Ateta, they actually grew like, like they were trained. It's like this. From a young kid, your mind is trained on yeah. the game. You, you, from a young kid in his, in his club. Yeah. So that's why this, you can see it when he plays. The guy is. Yeah. Itata, Itata knows my affection for Xavi Alonso. Yeah. Alonso yeah. is. Uh, that, so uh, Dante is my most underrated player. He has been incredible at Nice and never gets talked about. That is true. That is true. Uh, you guys should. Oh, Kudus is not underrated. Man. Yeah, Kudus is not underrated. But we, yeah, we, we, we love Kudus. We love Kudus. Uh, okay. okay, Itata. I, yeah. I don't know anything about under 17 African football, so please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna run through. Um, the under 17 World Cup is uh, Indonesia hosting it. Okay. So I'll just I'll just list the groups and the the teams that qualified. So so the four African countries that went: uh, Morocco, Mali, Burkina Faso, and uh, Senegal. Okay. So right now. As the group standing, so it's a team of 24, six groups. So the top two from each group qualify. And I, I think four best third-place teams joined okay. them for the round of 16. So group A, Morocco qualified with six points. And uh, that group had Morocco, Ecuador, and uh, uh, Indonesia, and Panama. So Morocco and Ecuador qualified. Six points, Morocco, Ecuador, five points. Group B, Spain, Mali, Uzbekistan, Canada. Spain, seven points. Mali, six points. Uzbekistan, four points. Group C, England, Brazil, Iran, New Caledonia. England, six points. Brazil, six points. Iran, six points. So England, Brazil, and Iran qualified. Okay. Yeah, because Iran had six points as third place team. Group okay. B, Argentina, Senegal, Japan, and Poland. So Argentina, Senegal, and Japan, all six points. Poland, no, zero. Okay. Group E, France, USA, Burkina Faso, South Korea. France won all their games, nine points. USA, six points. Burkina Faso did not qualify on three points. And Group F, Germany, Mexico, Venezuela, and New Zealand. Germany had nine points. They won all their games. Mexico, four points. Venezuela, four points. Venezuela also qualified. So on Monday... The uh, round of 16 will begin. So Ecuador play Brazil on Monday, 8.30 GMT. And by the way, all the games are showed on FIFA Plus. So if you, if you have FIFA Plus and you can wake up at 3 a.m. here in the United States, you will watch it. <laughs> so Monday is uh, Ecuador, Brazil, 8.30 GMT, Spain, yeah. Japan, noon GMT. And Tuesday, there are four games, Germany versus United States, 8.30 GMT, Mali and Mexico, 8.30 GMT. And then Morocco play Iran at noon GMT, Argentina, Venezuela, noon GMT. And then on Wednesday, there are two games, England, Uzbekistan, 8.30 GMT, and the game of the round, France versus Senegal. They're the two strongest teams in this tournament. Mm -hmm. They play noon GMT on Wednesday. That's the game to watch. So it's going to be 6 a.m. Central Time, United States, in case anybody wants to watch it. And of course, just to dive in, uh, the World Cup qualifiers for CAF. There are nine groups with six teams each. And it's they've played two rounds of games so far. And of course, the Super Eagles have been peace poor. So in, in Nigeria is in Group C with uh, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Lesotho, Rwanda, and Benin Republic. And right now, Nigeria is second in the group with two draws. And they've played terrible football. 
So hopefully things change in the next game. And the group of death for me is Group A, which has Egypt, Burkina Faso, Guinea-Bissau, Ethiopia, Sierra Leone, and Djibouti. So, so far, it's really competitive. It's, it's, it's good, except, you know, it's Nigeria are not pulling their weight. But yeah, that's it for the roundup, just in case people want to catch up. It's good to watch those tournaments. The likes of Totti, Fabregas, Veron, all of these guys played in the world on the 17th round. Osimen, Ihenacho, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kanu. So, yeah. yeah, if you have time, it's good to tune in. You can catch someone who will probably win the Ballon d'Or in five years. That's how it, it usually pans out like that. Hmm. Okay. All Mr. Jola, right. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. do you have two minutes? I just have somebody asked me this trick question, so I just want to throw it. It's a okay. question. All right, all right. <coughs> I will do <coughs> your question and then we'll go to Kudos and Donkey. Yeah. Okay. Trick question. You have a chance to bring in one player that played from the past in the nineties. Into what team? Into your yeah. national team. Into your one player, team. you said one 90s player. and mid 2000s. In the mid 2000s, into your national team, and you think that that one player can push you to the semi final of a world cup at the very least. Who, who would that be? Itata, one player you've watched one. Nigerian football, this <clears throat> one player that you think if he comes Man. in, super eagles are on live support, one, one wouldn't do it. <laughs> But this, if you are going to give me one, who into the current team, right? Into the, in, in the team that I watch today, right? <laughs> maybe, maybe Christ, maybe Christ Jesus. Itata, <laughs> <laughs> give me a name quickly, quickly, one name. The closest that I that man, because so I'm thinking of what they will provide the current team and mm -hmm. change it for the. I would pick Mikel. Okay, good. I'll pick Mikel for Nigeria. Sir, Mr. Jola, who will you pick? Oh, so so the, the player, has to be, Nigeria football. player has to be from the same country, right? Can be from yeah, another same country. country. Yeah. No. Okay. Um sheesh. You know, I'm, I'll actually bring coach Stephen Keshi back. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, good. Job. Oh, you're bringing back the coach. Yeah, I'm bringing back the coach, yeah. Stephen Keshi. You want bring that's what I'm bringing back. Yeah. You, sir, Mr. East. I think uh, I'll bring, uh, I think, Daniel Amakachi. Mm. Mm. I'll bring Daniel Amakachi. Mm. Because yeah. these boys will get, they're too quiet for my liking. Even the coach for me, the coach is a worry, you know. It's another worry. The coach is not scam. The coach is not scam. And I say Stephen Keshi because if push comes to shove, if he, if he wear jersey, if he play. <laughs> and he and, and he was actually his 2013 team that won the Afcon. Exactly, actually yeah. Played well, actually played well. Yeah, I mean, who's your own player? Okocha. JJ. Okay, yeah. On this we current team, not, yeah, Okocha. We don't have because we don't get midfield. We don't get midfield. No, we we're not. Everybody, so, so I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I actually think Mikel will provide more than JJ. Mikel will not With provide. The, AJ, with the current team, you know the reason why. No. Mm. My bad, on freeze though. Yeah, me, are you there? Yeah, because internet, you know, you say that choice. Of <laughs> <laughs> that choice don't. Now that choice don't freeze. Ah. <laughs> well, let me just take this comment while uh, 
Yeah, we figure itself out. Sondo Lisa too is a good oh, Lisa, yeah. To, but I, you know, Mikel played that role. But Mikel, to me, in that role with all the ammunition is slightly better than Lisa. Lisa has the leadership with Ginger everybody, but on the field execution, I think Mikel might be better as a deep line midfielder to yeah. help the team. Let me read this comment from well, uh, Nigeria. It has to be a defensive player. Sunday Olise, we have problems yeah. defense. Olise is a natural leader. Sacking Raw was a mistake. And then he goes, Stop that nonsense in the culture. <laughs> we need to lift him up. <laughs> we have made him lose internet. <laughs> 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 to be honest, to be honest, the guy I wanted back is on the Olise. And it was Olise yeah. that I've always thought about. Is Olise. Yeah. Like with the, Olise. The, reason, the reason I did not pick Olise is, and I picked Mikel, apart from skill set, is Mikel oh, is higher. of the... Olise will come in and, and they won't be able to cope with him because he's a disciplinarian. Mm. And these are these kids that are making so much money playing rubbish. <laughs> so Mikel would do better. So basically, just kid. like what we spoke about in the yeah. past. That's why I picked Mikel. Okay. Okay. Dollar okay. Mr. Moderator. <laughs> All right. Let's go to kudos and donkey. Ehis, let's start with you. Who's your Who's your kudos? Who do you give kudos to this week? This week, including today, right? Because I just watched uh, Romelu Lukaku score four goals in thirty nine minutes so, against who? Against uh, Gibraltar. Uh, no, no, Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So, so you mean part-time plumber? Part-time plumber. Yeah, he scored four goals. So for me, I think he did well. You know. Well done, well done. Which which you know, Timberland boots you score on a regular. It's that who's the kudos? So for me, I think. Okay, all right. Shout out Lukaku. I mean, always good to see our, our African brother doing well. Yeah, my, uh, you know. my kudos is is actually two. Uh, okay. number, number one is Luis Diaz of Colombia. Yeah, you know, scoring twice against Brazil with all yeah. that he went through and his father being in the crowd to watch him. I think yeah. it was just brilliant. Yeah, and my other kudos is to all African teams that went qualified for the round of 16 of the U17. I think it's a good thing, you know. You guys know how I feel about African teams and yeah. the global stage, so mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, I mean, who's your kudos? <laughs> Okocha. Okocha. <laughs> <laughs> You're mute. You're mute, bro. We can't hear you. Okay, now you're still on mute. On mute now. But I was still here. You about that spiritual microphone? Get the Okay, I think this is that it goes donkey to the rocker, super eagles, and they are staff Yeah, my own kudos. I was going to talk about Luis Diaz as well. Um, oh, yeah, me, can you hear everything good? Yes, yes, I can hear. Okay, you. okay, all right, who's your kudos? Man, my kudos is actually weird enough. It's Netherlands. Okay. I saw them play yesterday and they were they missed their whole defensive line. Every last person is gone. They they had to rely on Blind. A 37-year-old man. They come and wow. play defense. And they still won. They're midfield, not the young, no Charlotte, no. Who do they play against? They played is it uh, Ireland. 
Oh, okay. Oh, cool. Dan, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. One. So. You know, for mention that now that our coach are the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my, my, okay. Hello, can you hear me? Back? Are you back? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can hear yeah, you. Back. So, yeah, that's my kudos. My donkey is the Nigerian team. <laughs> what the Nigeria just useless. No. Like, yeah, like, bruh. Yeah, I hear that. I think they should strip that super until they start winning. Call them Eagles, Nigeria. Just call them Eagles. Run, yeah. Just call them Eagles. Exactly. Just call them Eagles, man. That's so I'm guessing, I'm guessing, a his Nigeria is your Nigeria is your donkey as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are, okay. Mine is mine is Nigeria and the FA with this <laughs> this this ten point deduction. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it doesn't sit right with me, you know. For a, for an experimental discipline, is too much. I agree. I agree. My own, my own donkey. I mean, of course, Nigeria. My own, my own donkey. I'm proactively giving the donkey to Manchester United <laughs> because I know that that's going to disappoint me when So, that's uh, what it is. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we have come to the end of the podcast. Um, I'm glad we were we just you know about 10 minutes above one hour. I'm that's we, we did well, we did well. Yeah, we did well. Uh, but Itata, thank you, thank you for yeah. the uh football wisdom you always bring, and you know, you are you our chief uh African football correspondent. In fact, <laughs> Itata, they watch under seven football, self. If you want to know about <laughs> under seven tournament, Itata, they watch that. <laughs> but thanks for coming on, bro. Yes, sir. And the enemy man of God, thanks for coming on. Even though your internet kept turning and out, that will coach away. Talk, <laughs> <laughs> I just messing around with your coach. But sorry, man, calls upon calls upon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we know you're a busy man. We know you usually, usually, Yemi is driving, you know. <laughs> so I know that now that you're not driving, people are coming. So, yeah, we'll let you go. And it is nice to see you again, bro. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, you too. I got come on. Yeah, bro. Uh, of course, of course. Much All right. Maybe we'll fix in a wrestling fight. He's an Ogakwa man. When we fight, no, no, no. See me. I like I like to fight at the end of the season when everybody when everybody don't chop breakfast. That's them I like to fight. Yeah, that it be like that. Don't fight during Thanksgiving. Now gift collecting time. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the season to fight anybody. Fight so long. No, no, the end of the season. Now we go. The end of season. April. Now April time. Yeah, they fight. April. Yes, 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 yes. And everybody have a great weekend. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you guys for joining us in the chat and see you guys next time. Yes, sir. All right. Bye. Yeah. Bye.